0: Greetings, everyone. Today, we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 21st Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and the many questions that arise when thinking about moving here, visiting for a while and how how one acquires their legal status, etc, etc. Becoming a resident of Costa Rica is indeed an involved process. More and more individuals and families are thinking about it now and are actually starting the process. Many people are moving to Costa Rica this year, 2021, the land of the big move. There seems to be so much stress and a need for change in the lives of many all over the world. And Costa Rica is that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis, that land of tranquility and easy, laid back lifestyle and a strong desire for a more sane and peaceful life for all who care to make it happen for themselves and their family today and throughout the coming months i'm going to be spending some time with kevin mcnamee who is the representative for costa rica immigration and moving experts he and his entire team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many many years he is indeed an expert a professional and a perfectionist when it comes to his business And I'm so happy to have him here with us answering questions. We are recording a series of Q&A-type episodes. Each episode will address and answer a few questions regarding the residency process, what you can expect when living in Costa Rica, and so many other topics that should cover just about every question you have about the daily life that you will experience here in paradise. You're going to learn about how to begin the residency process, how the entire procedure works, the timeframes involved, so much more. Most important, you're going to meet a new friend in Kevin who will indeed have your best interest at hand when you allow him to work hard for you. One of his clients actually told me that it's like hiring someone to build a new home. Kevin and his team, they roll up their sleeves and basically what they do is just get started on uh, your new life. They don't waste any time. Kevin, I say welcome to you for the 21st time, and we appreciate your spending a few minutes with all of us explaining what you know and what we need to know about moving to and living in Costa Rica.
1: Well, thank you very much, Skip. It's appreciated having the opportunity to touch bases with you and your broad base of contacts or people that are following you. My pleasure, and I look forward to today's questions.
0: Kevin, we have many people who are either considering a move to Costa Rica, considering a visit to Costa Rica. They've been sending in many questions. We have a a shelf full of new questions here, and we're going to try to do three or four today. In our first 20 episodes, Kevin, we discussed your personal history here in Costa Rica, how you got started in the business, and we touched on many other important points. We reviewed the three main types of statuses how we determine what status to pursue and why one needs to go through this process in the first place. And we went through some of the necessary things to think about how to get your pet here to Costa Rica, how to start a bank account. Should you bring your mother-in-law? Just all the important questions that, uh, that comes up. And there's so many questions that come up in the course of one learning about moving to another country. And there's no silly or stupid questions. We do appreciate your thoughtful answers to the simplest, of questions that we're going to ask of you today. So we're here with many of our listeners, and they're all eager to hear what you have to say. So we're going to get started. Kevin, the first question that I have here are Is are bank accounts insured here in Costa Rica?
1: Yes, that's a good question. The national banks, those are the government-owned banks, are insured, period. The, their assets are guaranteed by the country because the country actually owns the banks okay the private banks no not so much they they can offer insurance Uh, how confident I am whether they will ever pay I don't know I'll relate a story that was just quite recent within definitely within the last five or six months when I asked a bank representative at service officer, whatever you want to call them, whatever banner they're carrying that day about insured, um, uh, different bank accounts. And the answer I got was rather telling, but rather alarming. Also, the answer was, do you want the insurance that will pay if you lose? Or do you want the insurance so you claim that you have insured accounts? It was quite a dilemma when I got that answer because uh, it wasn't awe inspiring, let's put it that way. So I followed up later, and there was a little bit of continuation of that attitude about, uh, well, insurance, uh, if you want it, we can sell it to you, but we don't know how effective it is. So uh, national banks, yes, they're a little harder to deal with because they are more geared to the Costa Rican citizen. Uh, certainly, Interested in taking your deposit ourselves. For example, we have accounts in both uh, national banks and private banks. Why? Because the private banks have a a lot more English than the private or the uh, national banks. I question the the insurance of the insurance coverage by in the private uh, in the private banks. Uh, you'd have to go bank by bank, but uh, it's a good question for a person to ask and to get in writing the reply. The national banks already are sure to sum up the, the situation.
0: Kevin, to go along with that, is it fairly easy to open a bank account here in Costa Rica?
1: It is if you're a Costa Rican, but as a foreigner, a gringo or European it's a little difficult. Going back for a second, one of the one of the aspects of Costa Rica is we actually do have a national identification number. Okay. A Costa Rican is born with them. It's called a CEDULA or Dymex. When you apply for a, a legal status here in Costa Rica, you are really applying for a ID number, a CEDULA. It's one of the first things you, you learn to to, to repeat in Spanish and in English because literally you, it's the number that you use to open bank accounts to establish a power uh, connection to establish a post office box on and on it's an it's a national ID number now a lot of people cringe with the idea particularly North Americans and, and particularly Americans cringe about the idea of a, a national ID. Um, it is what it is. You have one. So with that Cedula number, yes, you can go into the bank and show them a, a address for the utilities or, or a lease or purchase of a land. And your Cedula number, it's very easy to open a bank account. If you don't have the Cedula, the way around that is to purchase a or have a corporation created to your specific requirements, that corporation has a CEDULA and you as president or officer or designated operator of the corporation, however you want to word it, would in turn use the CEDULA of the corporation to open a bank account. This is both national and private bank accounts, okay? But it's the CEDULA, it's just sort of a segue into immigration which is our main business here, but it is one of the benefits of having a cedula versus being a perpetual tourist. You have hell on, on wheels to get a, an account open without a cedula. Now, some of the national banks take pity on the, the poor poor foreigner who needs a bank account just to pay bills and such, uh, power bill and rent, whatever. So they will allow you to open a bank account with a maximum of something like, And it's a a courtesy for them, with the hope that eventually they will get your account when you get your Cedula, your main main account. So sort of a mixed answer. But yes, you can open a bank account here without a Cedula, it will be limited to a couple thousand dollars. You can open a bank account here with using the Cedula number from your corporation, not a problem. And of course, when you apply for legal status, and you get your schedule, you get your uh, approval, and uh, uh, approval, and and actually have in hand a schedule number. Then you can use that for the next x number of years. Long answer, short question, but that's a lot of details.
0: Kevin, thank you. Uh, one of the questions that I get a lot is why do I have to open up a bank account in Costa Rica anyway? They have their debit card, they have their Canadian or United States bank account with Chase Bank or maybe a bank in Canada. They just simply take out the money uh, when they need it. They can pay bills that way. Uh, Do you really need a bank account here in Costa Rica? And if so, should it be in dollars or colonies?
1: A lot of... lot of meat to that question. Do you need, is it necessary or definitely necessary to have a bank account here in Costa Rica? No, no, it's a little more cumbersome if you have to go to an ATM machine to withdraw money from your home country to pay the power bill or the rent or whatever, but of course you can do it. Uh, That's some of the financial institutions in North America now have programs where it's a minimal cost of taking money out. But it is rather foolish to say I'm going to live in Costa Rica, but I'm going to park 100% of my money offshore in my home country or wherever else and just it through the ATM machines. ATM machines are expensive and are prone, not on a, a regular basis, but are prone to run out of cash or or it's just that you take colonies when you wanted dollars or vice versa. So it's a it's a personal call. Do you really need it? Psychologically, yes, physically, no. And sure. if your account's gonna be should it be in dollars or colonies, you think of it your national utilities, your power, your water, your uh, whatever. Actually, that's what it is. The, the television, cable vision, that will be built in Colonies. So you're going to be converting Colonies or dollars to Colonies to pay that. Why not have an account so you can literally use it just take, withdraw the money as you need it? I would never recommend people take a uh, fill up a Colony account with a lot of money, keep it down to about equivalent to about a thousand dollars US. When it gets lower, put another thousand dollars in it because we do suffer devaluation on a regular basis here in Costa Rica. A continual devaluation, nothing horrendous, nothing out of the normal, but we have probably an ongoing devaluation of, of the colonial account. Uh, colony currency.
0: Kevin, these last two questions I'm going to combine. Uh, you and your wife have been living in Costa Rica for over 30 years now, and you've probably seen everything that has happened, both good and bad, and you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I I know every time that I have a question, instead of Googling it, I Kevin it. I, I, I call you, and <laughs> and you seem to have the correct answer at all times, but have any national banks ever failed in Costa Rica and also have any private banks ever failed in Costa Rica? And did people lose their money or did the banks either private or national, did they make it a point to try to get the money back somehow?
1: Yes. Okay. National banks. Yes. A national bank did fail here and it was, it was a, A mistake made by a senior official who exceeded his authorization and, and without, I dare say without bad intent, made a purchase of government bonds of another country and they failed and as a result, the bank failed. Did anybody lose their money? Not one cent. It took, for example, my wife and I had a small account there, thank God, a small one, and uh, within two weeks, we had the money and the the notification read, your account, such and such at Banco Anglo, and that was the name of the bank, uh, has been closed, and we're asking you where you would like to have the money transferred, what bank you would like to have the money transferred to, or would you like to pick it up in cash? That was the end of it. I mean, and so there's a hundred percent guarantee. And it was a sizable, in fact, probably the most popular national bank here in Costa Rica. This is about 30 years ago, it crashed. They have amalgamated a couple of national banks just for, for economy's sake, economics economics to dictate that. But again, that's just a a paper paper combination, so nobody lost money on that. Private banks, yes. Yes, uh, uh, several, mainly years ago, but uh, I mean, we're talking 10, 15, 20 years ago, five years ago, some fly by smaller banks, I won't say fly by nice, they all go in with the intention of doing a good business, I dare say. They made full pause and such and lost their their money, their investment. There was pennies paid on the dollar. Some, some of them got you know in the high ninety cents on the dollar. Some got the fifty cents on the dollar. But these, these were from the liquidation of the assets, not from an insurance policy, as I understand. So to answer your question, national banks have failed very irregularly. Again, we've been here thirty-three years, and this one failed within a year after us arriving here. Private banks, the they go under quite often. Before they do go under, they get absorbed by one of the national banks because they just don't want the bad reputation here. And the banks are very lucrative business here. The, the good ones are very lucrative. They can afford to take uh, the uh, the accounts over from a private bank. Again, long long answer for a short question, but that's really needs a little more explanation than you can just say by yes or no.
0: Sure. I understand that. And we thank you. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to insert a bonus question or statement here because I think be. I, be. <laughs> I think it's really important to know this. I know you've had a lot of clients and right now is a peak time for people moving to Costa Rica. And I know that a lot of the clients that you pick up um, have known you for quite a while, but at the, the original time of you meeting them or talking to them on the phone, maybe they just didn't have any intention of, of moving to Costa Rica, so they didn't need your services. With that in mind, you don't mind people contacting you if they have a question about the banking system or a question about this, that, and the other, uh, where to live, uh, you know, what kind of car to buy, how much it costs for this, that, and the other because I know uh, your key to success in these past 20, 25 years that you've been doing this is to just develop relationships. And uh, many times, probably more times than not, you talk to people who you guys just become friends. And then when the time comes, even four and five years later, of course, they're going to come to you to get their legal status process taken care of. So again, you don't mind people contacting you for questions, do you?
1: No, of course not. Information is is uh, is a commodity that's best shared instead of kept close to your chest. the The only concern that we use or we have is remember, it's a flu- information is fluid and conditions. Are- uh, such change, so if I tell you today that Thursday is the best day for shopping and all of a sudden they have specials on Fridays instead of Thursdays, then my information is outdated and and obsolete and incorrect so we're always keeping that in factor is that what your answers I can give you is, is based on historical or current and substance change but we with it's impossible to go around to Correct all the information, but we make sure that what we do tell people is correct. And if we don't have the answer, we're only too happy to go out and get the answer and provide it to the person. Is that is it from the goodness of our heart? It's a cold, calculated plan of keeping our profile high. Period. Sure. It's a, it's a, it's a service that not everybody has to be a client. That's that's our literally our attitude.
0: But it's a win-win situation for everybody involved. I know on the Costa Rica good news com website, right there on the top of the page on the right-hand side, it says up to date Costa Rica information, having the wrong information about laws, residency, home purchasing, et cetera, is dangerous. And it says now Kevin is available to answer all of your questions and address all of your concerns about every aspect of Costa Rica. I'm really oh, happy you, that, did, uh, that you're excited about that. Yeah, I just want to say, you
1: didn't mention that I charge $100,000 US per hour.
0: <laughs> well, that's <laughs> cheap, depending on uh, if it's good news or bad news, right? Kevin, we thank <laughs> well, you. We, you're welcome. We thank you, as always. It's been a pleasure. And uh, we've posted Kevin's contact information and his website address on the program notes that are associated with this specific episode. And I urge you to follow up with him through his Contact Us page on his website. Uh, When you're ready to get started, or if you have any specific questions that you would like covered, Kevin and his team are standing by to either answer the questions simply or get started with your pathway to a new life in one of the happiest countries on the planet. It's all above board. It's all transparent. You'll know exactly how much you're paying um, beforehand. It's a very simple process when you get the right person to do it. Uh, By the way, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 20 conversations with Kevin regarding residency and everything there is to learn about Costa Rica. All the links are posted at the bottom of his homepage on the website at CostaRicaImmigrationAndMovingExperts.com. That's CostaRicaImmigrationAndMovingExperts.com. And And if you like what you heard today, share our Q&A session link with your friends and family. We'd appreciate that. And if they have any interest in Costa Rica, they will learn something, I guarantee you. Finally, if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you'd like Kevin to cover, let us know. We get at least 10 to 15 questions each and every day, and there's room for more because we're going to be doing this for a while. Send your request to my email address at costa rica good news at gmail.com. That's costa rica good news at gmail.com. Kevin, thanks again. We'll see you soon for our next conversation together, talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica, and definitely so much more.
1: You're entirely welcome, Skip. I, Like I say before, said before, I look forward to your questions, and I hope people enjoy my answers.
0: My pleasure. Thank you, sir.